Everyone say, it's time. It's time. It's time. I thank you for saying it like you meant it. That's how we're going to do this. Um, over the last year, 2022, we've had a pretty intense study throughout the year. And very much Bible-based, very much theological-based, very much kind of uh, hard to grasp your mind around everything. And so starting out 2023, I wanted to do a series that is going to be um, what I feel is a, a good way to start the year, but at the same time, it's not going to be heavy theological. We need to give our brain break. What, what do they call that? A a brain break, yeah. I've been around a teacher too long. I just just comes out. We want to do a brain break and not do real deep theology, but do some very practical application type things that are going to help you in your walk with God. And I believe, listen to me closely, 2023 can have the best version of yourself you've ever had. Okay. How many of you, when you get behind the wheel of the car, turn into someone that you're not normally? <laughs> Okay, the laughing says more than the hands say. So um, for some reason, whenever I get behind the wheel of my vehicle, I just get in a hurry. I may not be going anywhere, but I'm going there in a hurry. I just can't help it. And one thing that aggravates me more than anything in life is if you get behind somebody who doesn't have the same passion for hurriness that I have. So what happens is you drive down the road, you're going, and they're going slow, and that light is green, and you see it. It's been green for a little while, and you know if this person in front of you would speed up just a smidgen, you're going to be able to make the green light, but they don't, and you are riding behind them, and you're already a little miffed. Because you know you're going to catch this red light, and you got to wait because it's at the busy intersection where there's eight different stop cycles that go through, and you got to sit there and wait for all of them to go through. But anyone who sits there and waits that long in one spot isn't going to be paying attention to that light. They're going to be on their phone. They're going to be looking around. So you sit there, and you wait until it's time for your light to turn green, and you're all excited because you know you're next in line, and you let your foot off the brake, and it still stays red. And you're like, ah, ah, okay. So you put your foot back on the brake, and it goes back through. So now, okay, now, all right, now it's your time to go. You start taking your foot off the brake, and the guy in front of you, I'm going to say it's a guy because I'm not going to call any girls. It's a guy in front of you. <laughs> he doesn't see the same thing that you see. Your light's green, but he is on his phone. All right. How many of you are going to give him a nice little honk that the light has turned green, but you kind of want to be polite about it? So like the beep beep, like just, just a little nice honk, beep beep, the, the light's green. How many of you are going to do that? Okay. How many of you are more like me where you don't really like to cause chaos and uh, you're just going to let bygones be bygones and you don't want to cause a scene and so you're just going to wait? And see if he catches up eventually and you're not going to honk or anything? Yeah? Okay. Yeah? Okay. Uh, how many of you are going to, um, uh, how many of you going to lay on that horn and give him a mean face and you're doing it with a little bit of anger? Yeah. Like, like the air horn on the motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. You don't just push that thing. You're, the facial expression, everything about you is in that sound of that horn. Yeah? All right. How many of you are... Um, going to speed up past that person and give him the look that you've never given anybody because you know he held you up at that red light. The stink eye. Yeah. 
When the light is green, you're supposed to go. We've all heard it. Green means go. Green means go. Green means go. Okay, if I ever get behind any of you and that happens. 2023 is going to be the best year you've ever had. You're going to be able to find the best version of yourself you've ever had as long as you come to church every weekend. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> you have a green light. And it's time to go. My job as your pastor is to be behind you at the stoplight. And some of you, you're sitting at that stoplight and you're looking at your phone. I'm about to lay on the horn. Some of you are at that stoplight and you forgot what road you're on. You forgot where you're supposed to turn. You're in the middle of la-la land and you don't have a clue what's going on. I'm going to give you some direction. Some of you, the light's green, your your foot's off the brakes and you're starting to roll. I'm just going to give you a nice little beep, beep. I'm going to be polite about it. I'm I'm, going to mean it, but I'm going to be polite about it. Sometimes as your pastor, I'm going to lay that horn on. And sometimes I'm just going to do a baby. Right from the get-go, I want to say something about today's message. It's not going to change your life. No message that I can say to you will ever change your life. Then why are we up here? Why are we doing all this? The only thing that can change your life is if you come to a place and you put into action what you hear. It's my job to present the material. It's your job to take the test. Remember that teacher in school that uh, just presented you with all sorts of material and for days and days and days just gives you more material and then you know there's a test coming on it and you're dreading it because you don't really know the material very well and, and you don't know what the answers is. So you, you, you make sure you sit by the person who you think does know the answer. Not going to tell you why you're sitting it by him, but you just happen to be sitting by the guy who knows all the answers. And then there's that one history teacher. For me, it was Mr. Robbins. He was a coach. Every Friday we had a pop quiz. <laughs> Every Friday he gave us all the answers to that quiz and then we would take the quiz together. Anybody have that teacher? You can remember the name, Mr. Robbins. I can see his face. I can see him sitting in front of class every single Friday. This is exactly what happened. Today, I'm going to present you with material. But I'm also going to give you the answers. But you have to be the one to put it in action. Let's look at our key verse for today. And I've asked Adrienne to read our Bible because there's a bunch of them. And I will cut you off at some point. So just be ready. On the road, someone asked Jesus if he could go along. I'll go with you wherever, he said. Jesus was curt. <laughs> Are you ready to rough it? Hmm. We're not staying in the best inns, you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on right there. Let, let me throw a, a side note in here. Some of you have never found the best version of yourself because the best version of yourself looks like work. And you're not willing to do the work. I was... Um, well, Social media has messed this up for us. Social media has given us this illusion of get rich quick, of fame and fortune come quick. I did some stat research this week whenever I was preparing this, and maybe you won't understand the fullness of what I'm about to say, but in reality, it's a very crazy statistic. If you look up YouTube channels, 
there are 51 million YouTube channels. So Pathway Church has a channel. You might have a channel. That's what a channel is. It's, it's, it's us putting content out there. You have your own channel. If you don't have one, you go in there and look at other people's channels. To become rich in YouTube land, you have to have one million subscribers. That's the breakover so where you'll start seeing large amounts of money flow through on your channel. So, looking at the research, started seeing it. There's 51 million channels on YouTube. How many of those, just ballpark figure, would be over a million subscribers? A whole bunch, huh? There's, when you go on social media, you see, there's, oh, oh, come do this and do this and these, whoever's doing this and all this stuff. Out of 51 million channels, only 8,000 people, 8,000 channels are rich YouTubers. So in reality, a th- this is, it's a weird number, zero or point zero 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 one five seven percent of YouTubers are rich. Less than one thousandth of one percent of YouTubers are rich. But if you go on YouTube, you would have the illusion that all these wannabe stars are killing it because they're giving an illusion of something that's not there. They are trying to show you, oh, look, you can do this and you can get rich and famous. How many of you ever got involved in the, rich, the get rich quick schemes? Sell this bottle of shampoo. You find two other people to sell this bottle of shampoo. And then they find two other people to sell this bottle of shampoo. And then they find two people. And, and by the end of the year, you're going to be diamond. And when you're a diamond, you, you're going to be rich. You laugh because you've all done it. Because you've all tried it. And I can tell you something. It doesn't work the way they say it's going to, does it? Unless you're at the top. If you're at the top or the top four or five levels, because we had, you had friends, they weren't my friends, they were your friends. They were at the top and they were loaded. But everyone underneath them was killing their life, making these people rich. We want this idea of if it's quick and easy, I'm down for it. I can't tell you how many employees I've had in the last two years say, it's hard work doing what you do. I'm going to find something easier, even though I paid well for the work that they were doing. So sometimes things that have value to them are not going to be easy. Because if it was easy, everyone would have it. That's what he's saying here. Are you ready to rough it? If you're going to follow Jesus, it's not going to be easy. Continue reading. Sorry, that was a little long. Jesus said to another, follow me. He said, certainly, but first excuse me for a couple of days, please. I have to make arrangements for my father's funeral. Jesus refused. First things first. Your business is life, not death. And life is urgent. Announce God's kingdom. Then another said, I'm ready to follow you, Master, but first excuse me while I get things straightened out at home. Right there. We make excuses for not following God because it's not convenient for what we think it needs to be done. I can't go and join the prayer team because um, I don't know what to say or it's just not my personality. 
I can't serve because of, I can't go on a three-day fast because I just, I just have to have my caramel squares. Sorry, that's mine. <laughs> Love caramel. <laughs> we make these excuses because it's not easy. Keep going. Jesus said, no procrastination, no backward looks. You can't Say put, this with passion. You can't put God's kingdom off till tomorrow. Seize the day. In my words, Jesus says, it's time. The light is green. Green means go. You have a brand new year and a brand new opportunity to take advantage of this year. It's time for you to move on. But what do we move on from? There are things that we can look back at 2022 and say those things should stay in 2022. Anybody watch the ball drop for New Year's? No? No? Okay. What is the famous, I didn't either. What is, I was asleep, sorry. <laughs> what is the famous song that everyone sings? Can anyone tell me what those three words actually mean? No. No, you don't even know how to say the words. I had to look it up four different times to learn how to say it. So this song goes, should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind. And old lang syne. The writer of this song, Robert Burns, was a Scottish man who wrote these words. And the phrase means, old lang syne means days gone by. What the song is basically challenging us to do is to look at the previous year. Look at the previous things that happened in that year. What of those things should stay in 22 and then what of those things should go with us to 23? Now the song has a whole different meaning. It's kind of profound, isn't it? Every one of us have things that should stay in 22. Would you agree? Every one of us had things in 22 that we want to compound or we want to invest further in that we want to go further in 2023, right? So what are some things that we need to lead back in 2022? This is where I lay on the horn, okay? I love you guys. I appreciate you guys more than you'll ever know. But as your pastor... It's time to let 22 go. We haven't got there yet, okay? We're still friends. I love you guys. What should stay in 2022? Let's write this down. Number one, move on from old history. Divorces, bankruptcies, personal issues, things that you went through that you're allowing that thing to define you. That is not the real you. Let it go. You have a brand new year. It's the past. Do not hold on to that past. The Bible says in Isaiah, Adrian. Do not earnestly remember the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a, a new, new thing. thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive and know it? And will not will you not give heed to it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. If you continue to hold on to the past, what does Isaiah say here? You can't. I'm doing new things. 
But if you're holding on to the past, nothing new will come your way. Because you're still holding on to what was. Number two. Write down what should we stay at what should stay in 2022? Move on from old habits. <laughs> habits. Addictions. If porn is your thing, let it go. It's a habit. Break that habit. If social media is a habit that you're on it way too much. If you're creeping on social media and you're jealous of other people that you haven't talked to in 20 years, let me tell you, that is their highlight reel. Their real life is going through the same thing that you're going through. It's a fake false front. Let the habits of last year die. If you have food addictions, I got to watch this one because I love caramel squares. I eat a whole bag. I got to limit myself. You can have three a day, Taylor. Okay, twice a day. I'll do three a day. And I start talking my way through this thing. You know, John, you get it. And you say, no, okay, all right, no, no, I'm going to do this. I've got to move on from old habits. Isaiah says, I spelled Isaiah wrong. Sorry. You know how it's spelled. Isaiah says. Rather, is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bands of the yoke? To let go or to let the oppressed go free and that you break every enslaving yoke. Let the yokes that have been holding you down go. Let it go. Let it go. Okay, sorry. Number three, move on from old hurts. You're allowing what a person said to you to define you. You're allowing what a person said about you to control you. Let me just be real with you. Once eggs are scrambled, I can't make them sunny side up again. But I can throw them in the trash and move on. Sometimes you got to just let it go. I would love to say there's a magic bean, a magic pill you can swallow and forget, and the truth of it is you just got to let it go. You got to get in the Word. The Word will transform your mind. It's a whole different ser service, but you've got to let it go. In all transparency, uh, Adrian, she knows she, was, she went through it with me. I've been hurt. I had family come against me. I had best friends come against me. False accusations, every bit of it, proven false years later. But here's the difference between what they said to me and then what others can say. I didn't allow what they say to stick to me. I didn't give permission for those things to have access to my life. Use it to fuel the fire in your life to go the other way. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, like I said, the eggs, the you, you can't go back and, and not hear those things, say those things. That, that's irrelevant. It's gone. You've got to let those things go. Use those things to fuel the calling upon your life, to push you further, to cause the best version of you to come out in 23. What's 2 Corinthians say? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. 
The old has gone, the new is here. And all this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Reconcile means to bring to zero. How many of you have ever reconciled your bank accounts? That's where you often hear the word reconcile. And when you reconcile your accounts, you look at what your expenses are versus your income. You look at each of your expenses to make sure you have written down what they have written down. To make sure that $39 purchase on Amazon charged you $39 and not $49. You reconcile, you bring your balance to zero. What God is saying here in this verse is that you have been reconciled. The balance that you have has been paid by Jesus. Your past hurts are zeroed out. Your past wounds are zeroed out. Your past decisions are zeroed out. Everything in your life has been reconciled because of what Jesus did for you. In your green ink on the bottom of the first page, I can't start the next chapter of my life if I keep rereading the last one. If you can let the things that happened to you in 22 and previous stay in that time, you will see the best version of yourself in 23. Okay, that's enough of the negative. I'm not the negative guy. I like, move that on. What, what, where do we go in 23? What has God called us to? What is our life supposed to How do we get to become the best version of ourselves? What should our year look like? You've got four green lights that we're going to look at today. Your green lights, number one, write this down. It's time to get closer to God. You have a green light when it comes to you getting close to God. Go after God. Don't stop your pursuit in following after God. What's James say? Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts for your loyalty is divided between hmm. God and the world. Don't allow your loyalty to a lifestyle be more important than your loyalty to God. There are times in your life when you have to make decisions, and those decisions affect you personally, financially. Uh, in my business, it's been very busy, basically all year, all last year. And at the beginning, or about halfway through the year, I came to a conclusion and said, I'm going to take these amount of days off where I don't answer phones, I don't do any work, I don't do anything. The first day, emergency, <laughs> had to answer the phone. Oh, man, somebody's house flooded. It's emergency. Okay, I got to go to it. I got so busy doing things that my loyalty to God waned and my loyalty to what I wanted our lifestyle to be rose. So I have committed, she's seen my appointment books, there are certain days of the week now that I am not working. I don't care who calls me, for what job, it's not happening. I've already turned down, I don't, should I say the number? No, okay. I've already turned down on these days, already try to get scheduled a lot of money. Talking five digit, not, not talking 100 bucks, five digit money coming in. I said, I will not in 23 allow my loyalty to God to be more, or my loyalty to the world to be more important than my loyalty to God. So sometimes there's going to be a cost that is going to be required. 
Remember, if it was easy, we'd all have it. You've got to make the decision to be loyal to what God has called you. To be, and I, I love that phrase, the best version of yourself that you have ever been. I want to be loyal to getting to that point. It's time that you get closer to God in your outline. If you want something you have never had, then you need to do something you've never done. Your green light, number one, is to get closer to God. Number two, it's time to get, write this down, closer to God's people. Relationships are one of the most important part of our lives. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. If you hang around lowlifes, you're going to become a lowlife. If you hang around champions, you're going to become a champion. I used to love playing golf. Many of you know that. I quit playing for a lot of years. Terrence, not here. Is he behind you, Levi? No, he's sick. Stand up, Steve. Terrence loves to play golf. He started talking about golf, started hanging around me. I started hanging around him. What did I go do? Bought a golf club, started playing golf again. Sternberg's like, let's go play golf. Let's go, let's all go play golf. Yeah, let's go do that. I got back into it. Kevin used to sell cars. Dad gum you, Kevin. <laughs> Actually never bought a car from him, but over the course of what? Two years, I bought like seven different vehicles. He started talking about it, and the more he talked about it, the more it made me want to be involved in it. So I bought seven cars in two years. Was it seven? Yeah. Yeah, okay. At least. At least <laughs> I got a little thing for cars. I like new things. <laughs> but you become like those who you hang around. If you hang around people who are talking about how to win in life, what are you going to start doing? What are you going to start doing? If you start hanging around people that all they want to do is go out and do things that they shouldn't do, what are you going to start having a desire to do? So the friends that you have become incredibly important because the friends that you have will determine what you become, what you do, how you act, how you respond, how you operate in this life will be dictated and determined by the people that are influencing your life. So be careful who you allow to influence your life. What's James say? Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Key phrasing, each other. You can't do that if there's not people in your life. Number three, it's time to get closer to God's purpose. Hmm. Galatians 6 says, If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Don't look at anyone else's life and compare it to yours, but rather look at your own so you get the satisfaction from operating in the purpose that God has for you. God has a purpose for your 2023. Commit your year to focusing on either discovering what that purpose is or walking out your purpose of why, you, or of why you are here. The fourth and final area we're going to look at today. Number one, it's time to get closer to God. Number two, it's time to get closer to God's people. Number three, it's time to get closer to God's purpose. Number four, it's time to get closer to God's 
passion. I want to explain this one. Adrian, go ahead and read first before we do. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. In green ink, if we dedicate our life to something greater than ourselves, we will have God's passion for more of him. When we have the God kind of passion, our love for him will grow deeper. When we have a passion for God, you will begin to see other people the way that God sees them. When you have a passion for God, you will want to live your life in such a way that is pleasing to God. When you have a passion for God, you will begin to love people the way that he has called you and I to love people. Hebrews 12 says, strive to live in peace with everybody and pursue that consecration and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. The passion of God for you this year is to live in peace and pursue holiness. Live in peace and pursue holiness. As we start our 2023 20, year, the light is green. For some of you, I just beep, beep, beep. For some of you, I'm behind you. I'm behind you. I'm going to push you. I'm letting you know, if you want to see the best version of yourself in 23, let 22 go. Pursue peace holiness. Build relationships by getting closer to God, people, your purpose, and your passion. And you will have the best 2023 you've ever had. Thank you for tuning in today. For more content like this, visit our website, www.pathwaychurchok.com to see the variety of ways you can download this content and so much more. It's our pleasure that you would tune in and we believe that if you take the content you just heard, write down the parts that spoke to you, and work on a plan to apply it, you will not be the same person a year from now. We hope today you can take this content, apply it, share it, let it change you, and you can become all God has called you to become. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll be together again soon. Until then, keep growing.